All right, all right. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Champs Connection um, for May. Um, we'd like to thank everybody that came that come um, came out tonight uh, to another Champs Connection. Uh, we have an interesting topic: um, time management for school. Um, and you can take this information uh, not just for school, but you can apply it to personal life as well. I hope you all enjoy. And just a disclaimer. If you are an employee of UAGC, we are glad that you are here, but doing trivia, let the others play. All righty. Uh, so at this time, we're going to move to introductions um, from the leadership team and as well as our administrators. So I started off. My name is Kadaria Durden, president of the Dis uh, Distinguished Mentor Council and leader in the Forbes School of Business Technology Management Business Diversity Thought Leadership Club. I am currently, I currently live in Atlanta, um, where I currently work for the local government in the public library department. I'm a candidate in the MBA program. I love UAGC and hopefully um, I'll be able to uh, teach here one day. Um, I pass it to Antonia. Sorry, I was letting people in. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Antonia and I am the vice president of the DMC. Um, I live in Washington State, Tacoma, Washington, specifically. Um, I had I got my bachelor's and my master's from, it was called Ashford before UHEC. Um, um, I'm currently attending Liberty University for my pre-law degree. My goal is to become a judge. Um, and yeah, and that's about it. Um, I would like to pass it on to Celeste. Hi everyone, my name is Celeste. Um, I'm the secretary on the DMC council. Um, I'm originally from Arizona, Scottsdale specifically, but now I live in sunny California, which I love. Um, I'm an alumni, I got my BA in early childhood uh, administration and currently pursuing my master's in early uh, childhood leadership. And yeah, so I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'll pass it to Matt if he's here. Uh, he's not here. Um, Larissa is here. Larissa, would you like to go? Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Larissa Armstead. Um, I am a program coordinator in the CHAMPS program um, and one of the advisory members for the Distinguished Mentor Council. Um, I'm so happy to be here with all of you tonight. I think this, I absolutely love the CHAMPS Connections chat. I think it's fantastic. Um, and the DMC is doing a phenomenal job putting this together. So, and I'm super excited to hear from Sammy tonight on time management. So, very, very excited. Um, let's see, a little about me. I am an alumni um, and will be pursuing my master's in counseling. Um, I do have my BA in psychology. Let's see, anything else? I am from all over. I know Celeste reminded me when she was doing her introduction. I always forget to tell everyone where I'm from, but I'm a military spouse, but I did grow up in California and um, Alaska. So between the two places, my parents were like snowbirds. So um and right now we live in Virginia. So like I said, I'm from all over the place. It's always hard to tell people like where I'm actually from because we live all over. But, um, but currently in Northern Virginia and enjoying it. And happy to be here with all of you tonight. So enjoy and um, I'll turn it over to, I know Michelle can't make it tonight. Um, 
but is anyone else here that needs to do introductions? Uh, no. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So. All right. All right. Can you go? To All right. So, um, everybody, uh, we're gonna put our introductions inside of the chat. Um, and if you also have a LinkedIn um, page, if you can uh, paste that LinkedIn, LinkedIn um, link, uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. So we can kind of connect on, you know, on the business level as well. Um, I pass it over to Celeste. Celeste, you're on mute. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm going to give an overview of what we're going to talk about tonight. So first um, and foremost, we're going to talk about time management uh, with wonderful Miss Samantha, who's going to help us with that. Um, and then thereafter, we're going to do like a panel discussion about uh, what Samantha talked about, any takeaways that we uh, got from that and other questions you may have. And then also we're going to do some trivia um and then thereafter just some questions or anything we can help you with because that's what we're here to do so is that my cue to jump on in <laughs> hi guys i'm samantha simpson barnett uh you may have seen me under each um name barnett's my married name but uagc still has my email as simpson so you may see both so either one is me I am so happy to be here tonight. I was so excited and thankful to the DMC for reaching out and asking me to come. Time management is one of my favorite topics to talk about, whether you're a student, an employer, a parent. I mean, whatever you got going on in your life, you can benefit from some time management skills. So it's definitely something that's relatable, not only to your success here as a student, but also once you continue on your journey. Um, I am a CHAMPS program coordinator as well as a mentor. I came into the program in 2017 as a mentor, came on as a student employee in 2018. Um, so been with the program quite a while, built some great relationships. It's awesome to get to know people um, and just network that way. I graduated with my BA in history in May of 2020. I was a part of the Honors College Smart Track Program. I was in many UAGC clubs, almost every club you can imagine that I was available for, I signed up for, I joined, I participated, um, as well as a few honor societies. I did also complete my master's in history just recently, just graduated. My last day was May 5th. Yes, thank you all. Um, I do continue or plan to continue my education. I'm hoping to go to law school as well as eventually get my PhD in history. So I have a long road ahead of me, still full of school. I joke all the time and say um, I'm a career learner. That's my job. I continue to keep going back to school. I don't have a, you know, a real make money job. My job is to learn. Um, and I love to do so. Um, definitely a student advocate. I believe in student success, whichever, however you get there is your own personal journey. And I, that's why I love champs, being able to share those experiences with one another, because you never, ever know when, hey, that what you have to share may relate to someone else's journey and help them along their way. Um, so if you could go to the next slide, please. All right, time management. Like I said, I love it. I talk about it quite often. I am the creator of the study tips chat in Champs. If you've never been, it's a great chat. We talk about time management probably 
five to six times out of the year and it's a monthly chat. That's how much we talk about time management. Uh, so I compiled some of the most five tips that I would say are most effective that I hear um, not only for myself, but also from other students um, and uh, in all aspects of life, not just dealing with school. Um, being busy is not always being productive. And that is the first thing I did want to mention about time management. A lot of people think, hey, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. That doesn't always mean you're getting things done. Uh, sometimes you need to look at how you're managing that time within just to help yourself along the way. Uh, so number one, of course, is planners, schedules, to-do lists, whatever it is you do to organize your day, track your day, uh, stick to it. If it doesn't work, reevaluate. Um, I like to personally, I use multiple forms. I use planners. I, I'm a pen to paper person. So I will actually go in and actually write up a schedule from seven to eight. I'm doing this from such and such. I'm doing this. I don't usually follow it. It's a good guide. It gives me kind of a, a roundabout what I should be doing, but I don't follow it key and toe, but it is good to have. Some people like to do lists to just put, Hey, I need to get this done at a certain time of the day. That may work best for you, checking that off. Um, so however you do it, like I said, it's up to you. Uh, whatever works for you. Um, also implement your goals in there. When you are scheduling out your day, your week, however you prefer to schedule it. Like I said, I do them all. I make monthly schedules, week schedules, and daily schedules. I have every single one of them. Um, keep your goals in mind, whatever that goal may be. If you plan to... Um, exercise. Make sure you're, you're scheduling that time. If you want to take extra time to work on your own personal skills, leadership skills. For example, communication is something that I'm working on personally myself. So I schedule 15 minutes a day to stand in front of the mirror and practice my communication skills. If not, I'm not going to get those things done. It's going to be that I'm going to keep pushing it off and pushing it off because I have more important things to do. Of course, take care of your priorities first. It's always important to prioritize if you have something that needs to be done. Uh, make sure you get it done. But keep that in mind as well. What is it that you want to do? How do you better yourself? How can I schedule in time to become a better person? Um, the person that you know you want to be. Uh, schedules, when it comes to schedules, color code everything. I'm a huge color coder. I've talked to Antonia plenty of times about this. She color codes as well. Um, whatever you use, highlighters, color pencils, markers. Um, I like to designate a certain color for each activity. So if it's a work activity, it's going to be purple. If it's school related, it's going to be blue. So that way I don't even have to really look at my schedule. I can just glance at my schedule and know exactly what I'm supposed to do. Um, also put your schedule somewhere that's visual, somewhere you can see it, post it on your wall, tape a copy to your wall. When you wake up every morning, you'll see it, put it on your nightstand, whatever you do, keep it in your face. Um, then along with uh, planners is planning ahead. Uh, preparation is always key. When you start a new task or even a new class, look ahead to see what is expected of you. So that way you know how to properly sort your time in between your tasks. For new classes, always, always, always look forward to the final project. That should be something that everyone gets into the practice of doing as a student, because um, that way you can organize your weeks appropriately leading up to that assignment. You know what details may be important in the assignments that you're doing. Um, during while you're doing them instead of, instead of having to go back and waste more time 
revisiting that information. Um, so definitely prepare, prepare, prepare. And keep those things in mind. Before you go and read your, your textbook, look ahead to your discussion prompts. Look exactly what it is that the teacher wants you to, to look for. You know, plan all that ahead. If you know that you're going to have to spend such amount of time reading that week, make sure you schedule it out appropriately. Okay, my discussions do Thursday. I need to have my readings done Tuesday, Wednesday. So at least Thursday, I can compose my discussion. You know, you got to make sure you have that time scheduled out. So use those planners, all of that to make sure that it is done on time. You're prioritizing everything. I like to map out my day the, the night before. It works for me to just take five minutes the day before. Um, go ahead, maybe even 10 minutes. I like to figure out what we're going to eat the next day. Um, go ahead and pack if the kids need anything. I pack up the kids stuff. So that way, when the time comes, I'm actually saving time. That little 15 minutes, I'm not looking in the refrigerator each meal at breakfast, lunch, and dinner trying to figure out what I'm going to cook because I did it all at once in the kitchen last night. It really saves you time. It may only be five minutes here, but that five minutes here and there adds up and saves you time in the long run. Um, also, if you can, go ahead and use your time wisely and combine your tasks. If you're looking at your schedule and you see, okay, I have kind of a break here, but not really. For instance, I have kids. They go to um, their activities. They're in Girl Scouts. They go to Girl Scouts for an hour a week. I take my laptop with me, pull it up. I know that, of course, I'm not going to be able to get a whole bunch done because it's only an hour. So I don't want to start anything too big that I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to get lost in. So you got to prioritize that. Find out what do I have the time to fit in right here? Oh, I can answer one discussion prompt during this time. You know, use that time wisely. Also limit those distractions. Go ahead and clear off your space, you know, Make sure if you are a phone person like I am, sometimes if my phone's by me, I'll grab it and it's like my finger automatically goes to Facebook and next thing I know, I'm just scrolling. Put it away, put it aside from you. Put it outside the room if you have to. Because if not, those distractions are gonna be right there in your face. They're more likely to pull your attention from you. Uh, another thing on multitasking, another big one I am, if you have the option to listen to your textbooks, do so. Um, do it while you're doing other tasks. Even if you have to go back and reread what you listen to, the information's already there. When I'm doing dishes, I'm listening to my textbook. Um, at night, when I'm putting my children to bed, and especially if they're giving me a hard time, I go in there and start reading my textbook aloud to them. And you will be surprised how quick they fall asleep because, you know, they don't want to hear about Roman history. That's not what they want to stay up and listen to. So they fall asleep. I get my work done. Uh, and then I come back. Um, also, using that time wisely also knows what time works well for you. Are you a morning person? Are you a morning studier? A lot of people are. I think two-thirds of the population, it said, is they wake up, they have most of their energy in the morning. But then there's that one-third of other people, like myself. I'm a night person. I'm tired all day. I do not wake up till about 3 p.m. And then I'm up all night. I, I could stay up all night. I could stay up till four o'clock and still be like, oh, let's go. Uh, find out what works for you. I schedule my studying time in the evening because I know that's where my energy level is. If you're not like that, go ahead and schedule a couple hours in the morning. If your schedule, you know, if it allows it, if your work schedule and things like that allow it. Um, number three, prepare mentally and physically. 
Um, organize your space. I'm very big on making sure that your space before you get started is organized. One, if you have a cluttered desk, it can sometimes create a cluttered mind. You're not focusing on the work in front of you because you have so much other stuff around you. Um, I always hated the fact, the idea of being put into against a wall, having my desk against the wall. Um, some people that actually works, you're looking at a blank space. You have no choice but to focus on your computer because you just have a wall behind you. Um, so find out what kind of space works for you and keep it organized. If you know that you're going to need a whole bunch of supplies, such as pens, paper, notebooks, things like that, make sure they are accessible. You don't have to keep getting up from your work and going to get them because each time you get up, you're going to lose that focus. You want to keep that momentum going. If you don't have a desk, I understand a lot of people live in a small space. They may not have a specific location that they do work at. That's okay. Get yourself a cubby, something of that nature that houses everything that you may need, carry it. You'll save so much time by having everything that you need for your work organized right there with you. Again, like I said, this can go for any life experience, anything you do. If you're going to cook, get all your supplies together prior to. So you're not juggling in between trying to find this, trying to find that. You want to organize and keep everything together. And then you also want to prepare yourself physically. Uh, take five minutes to meditate. That's I'm very big on a meditation zone, clearing your head, kind of putting yourself into that work zone. I also believe that the more you can have a steady space, um, the more acclimated your body will become to that space. You sit down in that space and you will automatically go to study mode because your body's used to sitting in that space and studying. If you can do it that way, like I said, not everybody's able to do that, but if you have the ability to make a specific study zone, organize it to your liking and you will be surprised how much uh, less exhausted your body will be by having a good study space and it helps you keep your focus. Um, number four for time management. This one is huge. And I think a lot of people don't realize how huge it is until they get to the end of the line. And then they look back like, wow, why did I not do this? Um, save all your work. And this isn't just for school. This is right now. I'm saving this presentation to put on my in my portfolio because it's something that I have done. Um, anything that you do for work, for um, school, save it, organize it so it's easily accessible. Um, have a running bibliography or a reference list. If you know you're in your degree plan, a lot of your courses are going to be, you know, they're going to go with other courses. They coincide with one another. So having all of those kind of spaced out based on topic so you can easily organize them. There's plenty, there's tons of apps out there you can look up to organize sources. You can also do it right there in Word. Or just have, like I said, a run-in document of those sources. Reuse those sources. You'll save yourself so much time by using sources you're already familiar with and author's work that you're already familiar with than trying to find brand new sources. Now, this won't work for every course because some courses are different. Even being a history major, you know, sometimes we're focusing on the 1500s, sometimes it's the 1700s and there's differences. So being able to separate those and have them organized in various files, However you do it, some people like index cards. Get one of those, um, I forget what they're called, the spinny things that you put the, the Rolodex. Um, if you're old school, you may know what a Rolodex is. You used to put business cards in it and you spin it and it has um, different business cards, but they make them for index cards as well. 
have a Rolodex. It's alphabetical. You can alphabetic, make topics. Um, whatever works for you, organize that work. Save all of your work, every single bit of it. I have, there's one sort, one quote that I have overused and used and used and used and used in almost every course I've used because it relates to exactly what I look for when I look in history. It talks about, it's kind of a blanket quote, so to say. So keep those, organize them. Um, and then number five, health and wellness. Breaks are extremely important to your well-being, to your focus, to you being able to manage your time wisely, not being stressed. When we're stressed, we tend to overthink, overwork. We don't focus. We don't get things done. Uh, studies show that after an hour of sitting still in front of a computer, your focus starts to decline. It is suggested that you get up and move around for at least five minutes. Now, this can be go get a water. It can be a snack. Stand and stretch, do some quick yoga. I like to turn on the music and have a five minute dance party because I like to move. Once I'm sitting down, I'm very much a, a go person. So sitting at the computer, it drives me insane. But I went to school for my bachelor's online. I work online. I got my master's online. I, I had to find a way to become accustomed to sitting at the computer and still getting things done. So I turn one song, I pick a song, any song, whatever I'm feeling like that day. And I dance the entire song. And then I get some water and I sit back down and I get back to work and I feel tons better. I feel motivated to get back on. Sometimes I'll even keep the music on in the background and keep kind of moving while I'm doing my work. If, you know, if I can at that moment, if I'm not needing to actually be in a quiet space and then reward yourself. You can't, you're going to get overworked if you do not reward yourself. And I'm, I'm a huge, huge believer of tiny victories. Um, each time you go ahead and submit an assignment. Pat yourself on the back, you know, make it an appropriate reward. Don't go out and spend $100 every time you um, you turn in an, an assignment because you may go broke that way. But um, I like baths. They don't cost me any money outside of, you know, my water bill, any kind of bath bombs, things like that. But that's my weekly reward for finishing my work. I have tried to get it all done by Sunday. So that way I have a day a breather on Monday. And if it's not done by Sunday night, I don't get my bath for the week. I have to take a shower like I would every other night because I don't have the time to sit in the bath, turn on my tablet and watch a whole movie soaking while I'm, you know, because I have to get back to my work. I have to finish my work. So finding those rewards that work for you, um, buy yourself something small, sleep in, whatever it is that you like, watch a movie, find something that works for you. So that way you don't get overwhelmed and you don't overwork yourself. If you have to schedule time for yourself. I know Antonia, we talk about that a lot. She's very big on health and wellness and being able to schedule that time for yourself is so important. You need that time to regenerate, refresh, and even almost meditate and kind of see where your life is, where you're at. What do you need to adjust? Go back to number one. Okay. What about my planners and schedules is not working. Um, how am I not using my time wisely? What could I do to better mentally prepare myself and physically prepare myself? Did I save all my work? What am I missing? Um, so go back and, and revisit those once you feel like you've kind of gone through them all. And that's all I had. I was excited to bring this out to you all. So thank you all for having me come aboard and talk about time management. And yes, we can open it up to the group for any questions or any tips that they may have, or if you guys use any of these 
um, tools that I've given you. I'd love to hear anything that you guys use as well. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you. Good. Um, yeah, so we're going to open it up to the floor. Hold on one moment. Oh, yeah, can you go, go ahead. back. Can you go back to the um, the leadership team slide? All righty. So everyone, um, our public re relations um, person is here. His name is Matt. I uh, would like to open the floor for Matt to give an introduction of himself. Hey, everyone. What's going on? Nothing much, Matt. It's good to be here. Sorry I'm late. We had uh, some... I have a seven-year-old son. He plays soccer, and we were. It ended right when everyone was getting on, so I, I knew I was going to be a little late, but I made it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Well, my name's Matt. Uh, I've been. Let's see. I think 2013. I started my associates uh, for the Air Force with Ashford. Um, then I ended up getting my bachelor's i graduated with my bachelor's in organizational management in 2019 and then last fall i started my master's in organizational management specializing in organizational leadership uh, i'm active duty air force have been for around 13 years um, i saw an opportunity to get more involved with with uh, uagc now and champs because i've been part of champs for a while um, and then I, the, the DMC opportunity came up, so I decided to take it to get more involved with everyone. So, but that's about it. We're, we live up here in North Dakota. These last couple of days have been pretty chilly, but I'm ready for summer. So, but that's about it. Okay. Okay. Everybody. Um, we thank you, Matt and Antonia. Can you go back to that last slide? Yes, I can. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. Yes, you just don't know, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it. No problem. All right, so um, Antonia. So this is basically open up to the floor. What did you take from the time management discussion? How will you apply it to your daily routine? And do you even have some tips that you know, you can share with everybody that might have not been mentioned because we all, you know, have time management at our own pace because outside of UHDC, we have, you know, jobs, children, you know, children have, you know, their extracurricular activities, you know, especially with stuff open, opening back up. So this is an all panel discussion. And if it's quiet, we will pick on you. We will pull a Michelle. Michelle, like, <laughs> yes, picking on somebody. And I say with the most love, Michelle, because I know this is being recorded. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'll start it off. Okay, go ahead, Corey. All right. So, um, Samantha had brought up some really, really great ideas um, to better manage your time. Like, for me um, personally, uh, planning ahead helps me. Uh, we already know we all have hectic, hectic schedules. Um, so just taking that time to like dedicate time for different things has helped me so much. What you guys just don't know. I promise you. I like this is my personal story, y'all. I graduated high school. 
with a 1.92 GPA. I didn't care about going to college. The only thing I wanted to do was to make it to 18. Look at me now. I'm a father, I'm a role model, I'm a mentor. I, I live my life um, to inspire. Um, I love knowledge. Um, it, you, anybody, you can do this. We're our own worst enemies. I know this has nothing to do. It just felt like I felt like I had to say that. I just want people to know, you know, I wasn't a smarty two shoes in high school, middle school, nothing. I graduated with a D average because I didn't apply myself. I didn't have the tools. But once I developed my tools, I found out what worked for me and I was able to excel. I graduated with my bachelor's. Madam Kunlati. This is a somebody that's going went from a a one something GPA to Madam Kunlati. Like you can do it, and we are here for you to make sure and to help inspire you to accomplish your your goals, your dreams. We can't force our goals and dreams on you, but we can help you guys make it to the next levels of your um, goals and dreams. I, that's all I said. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Court, for that. First, we had Ke Kelly and then Samantha. I seen those two hands raised. So, Kelly? Yes. Um, what I do, I, um, I, um, keep a organ, a planner, a hard copy, um, planner, because I'm, old school I gotta have the actual thing in my hand and so I would plan my um everything out on that and then with my time appointments um a lot of it goes in my phone like if um like the um connection tonight it's in my phone calendar to remind me that is scheduled tonight. If it's not in, I will forget it. And um, I like to color code, but I color code different because I like colors. So I'm writing in different color pens and um, a lot of times um, when I was going, going to school on campus, you never really know who's watching the things that you do. And what I learned from my habits and how they affect the people. My um, best friend I met um, in college, that's how we became friends. We had a class together. She noticed that I kept a planner and she liked the way I always had what assignment was due, what I was doing. And so one day she was like, I got, um, so we met back up, we graduated um, community college together. 
I stayed and she went to FAMU. So we met back up at FAMU when I was ready to go to FAMU. And she said to me, I remember how you always kept a planner. And so I keep a um, planner now and it it really um, helps me. And so another um, story that, cause I never paid attention who watched me or what I was doing. So one person asked me, cause I, I took notes in different colors, ink, each day and so um my study partner asked me she says why is your um notes in different colors i said each day um my notes would not be in the same color because if i forget to put the date on there i know that it was from a different day and so i won't associate that note with the same day. So I color coded my notes. So, and those was important because, you know, somebody might ask you, do you have the notes for Wednesday or such and such day? And that's way you would, that's how I would know that that wasn't from the same day. And so I would explain to people when they did get my notes why they was color-coded. And that helped me and also helped them. But those were some of the um, tips that I did and still do. And I always reward myself, um, pat myself on the back. You know, I um, make sure um, that I'm doing my hobbies so I can remain stress-free. So I incorporate my hobbies within my study time. And I also plan um, like on Tuesdays will usually be my reading days where I read this, um, my chapters for the day. So, um, so I plan my schedule like that um, when I'm doing my schoolwork. Thank you for that, Kelly. Those are some amazing tips. I'm actually use like a different color pen, you know, note taking myself. Samantha and then Matt. Samantha did have so Samantha then Matt. Yeah, I um was just I was clapping my hands because Cordero mentioned uh his journey and how it was a little different. And I I really love that because not everyone has the same journey, you know, similar to core. I didn't apply myself in high school. I didn't even graduate. I got a GED and went to beauty school. And I, I did hair for 10 years before I came back to college. And that's very important because a lot of UAG students, graduates, a lot of us are on different paths. We didn't graduate straight out of high school and come to UAGC. That's just not what we did. We've all have life experience prior to coming to school. And learning how to manage that as an older adult in college can be difficult because you you play so many different roles. You're a parent. Uh, you're still a child a lot of times. You also um, work. You know, you have a household, maybe a spouse. There's a lot of things you have on your plate and trying to juggle those. It, it is important to find your routine and your journey. 
uh, that that matches up with you because not everybody everything's going to work for everybody like kelly said with her color coding her notes i love that that works for me i like that too but that doesn't work for everybody like my husband it would drive him insane to have all these different colors it would make him more confused because he wouldn't know what where the what paper went where he would just be all over the place so finding that specific routine that works for you is so important and don't be down on yourself if it works for 99% of people but doesn't work for you that's okay I guess the two-thirds of people are morning people I'm not one I'm one of the one-third I cannot focus in the morning I have no energy that's okay we are who we are and finding the the routine that works for you is what is going to make you successful so thank you for bringing up that core because I, I love that you have that different journey it just it highlights how different we all are, you know? So thank you for that. I was just gonna add to that. It, you're, you're absolutely right, Kelly, with, and Cord with the different journeys. We all, we all have our own things. We all, we're all going through something. We all have our ups and downs, but hard for me is not hard for you. Simple for me is not simple for you. We, it's all relative. Um, for me, I, I have, hundreds of pens and they're all different colors because I'm a color code. Uh, everything's going digital except me. Uh, I'm pretty tech savvy, but everything's going digital but me and I have three planners and ones for this and ones for this and ones for this. You know, I have my work appointments, home appointments. Uh, these are my tasks and I, I'm a checklist guy and uh, colors is, is how I do that. So I absolutely agree with that. Um, but yeah, just like just like Samantha said, it was we all go through our different things. We all have different journeys. Uh, one thing is, for me, there's a lot of people do, and I don't know if this is getting off topic, but a lot of people do things for different reasons. But one thing that I hear a lot, at least for me in my workplace, is, oh, this person isn't gonna like if I do this. This person isn't gonna like if I do this, or I'm gonna do it because of this. And it's like, stop, stop do it for you like that's it and then I always I always think about uh I, I forget who it was but I remember how it's hard going to the gym for a lot of people uh not even like being there just actually getting up and going is hard uh but when you get there and you want to quit I forget who said it but it was just remember um why you came in the first place so and that's like Okay, that's like, why did I get up and come here? Like, I want to quit. Like, all right, well, why, why'd you even come? Okay, because I want to make a change, you know, for myself. Um, so it kind of, kind of pushes me back into what, I, what I'm doing here in the first place. But we all have our own things, and, and everyone is absolutely right. But uh, I just wanted to add that. Cord, did you want me to uh, answer these questions here? I, I'm sorry, Samantha, I missed your entire uh, lecture. Um, no, actually, um, you don't have to. You can just give your own uh, uh, your own personal strengths and, and things that helps you. Um, if you want to answer the question, uh, because Matt will call on you um, if we get silence. So <laughs> yeah, I'll start calling. So I, I I'll start. Celeste can go. She's raising her hand. Oh, you saw me. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I was just going to mention, well, first off, Cord, what you were saying, I like that you said you found what works for you. And I think that's super important for a lot of people. 
because you definitely do have to find what works for you and it's different for everyone. Um, so that's super special, but that's awesome. Um, and then my takeaways from Samantha, I really like that you mentioned uh, breaks because I don't do that. <laughs> I feel like I have to like get it all done or whatever my tasks are, um, but that's super important to take a break and then maybe regroup because um, then I sometimes get overwhelmed because uh, I have a deadline or I just want to get it done because I have a one-year-old at home, so I only have this much time. <laughs> um, and also rewarding yourself, I found was super uh, helpful, so thank you. And also not multitasking, and I do do that, so I shouldn't do that. But anyways, those are my <laughs> insights. So thank you. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, also wanted to add a little something. Um, what I really took from Samantha's was the breaks because when I was working on my bachelor's degree in criminal justice, I didn't take a break. I did not. I was like, no, I need to keep on going because I feel like I'm not going to finish. I feel like I'm going to miss something. Then I eventually had a breakdown. I was like, I had like a stressful breakdown. I didn't know I that was like a thing. People have stressful breakdowns, you know, but the CHAMPS program really helped me and I can't say this enough. It's okay to have like, because as a mentor, I always tell my mentees, assign yourself one self-care day. Just that whole day, put away your backpack, put away your computer, because I got to put away my computer. That's how bad it is for me. I have to put away my computer. Um, but, and do something that you like to do, um, whether it is go shopping or take a walk outside. Me, I like to do hair. So I start getting out my, my supplies and be like, okay, what style am I going to try to work on next? So, yes, self-care is the most important care, and that's what it's going to get you through your program, you know. And it's even okay to take a break from your program. Yes, that may push your graduation date back a little bit because I had that happen to me. But what's worse more you got to really look at it as a skill. Is it the schoolwork, you know, and losing your sanity or your sanity and, you know, trying to get your health in order? It all, it's all about that. So, yes, Sherry, yeah. Sherry, you're on mute. Um, I like to take breaks because sometimes you get burnt out. And what I do is I do either some crafts or um, take a walk or listen to some music. Those are also good too, especially listening to music. Um, let's see, who hasn't spoken yet? Let's see. Nakisha has her hand. Oh, Nakisha. Well, you know, uh, listening to all you guys, Samantha, and um, this is my this is my third class would be my third class at um, AGC, and um, it's time management is what I need. Um, I have a six year old, and uh, she's my only child, and at, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to balance school work 
and um, raising up a child. London always been homeschooled, so it's more of uh, now I'm trying to go to school and, and do my work and then teach my daughter and, you know, maintain the, the house and the job. So listening to you guys made me go get a, uh, I mean, not listen to you guys, but before I had got a, a planner, which I never had. And um, my, my um, take from Samantha was, um, uh, Stop multi I mean, the multitasking. That was my bad thing. I said like I had to do this and I had to do this and do this and do that. And um, so I won't, you know, I won't be doing that. I've been trying not to do that. And then also, um, you know, with with my disability, I call it my disability because, you know, I've always I, I shared it with. Uh, Antonio, um, Antonio, and Ant I'm sorry, I can't even pronounce it. Antonio, it's okay. I'm sorry. And and court that you know when I was in high school, I was in a resource class, um, so they didn't really teach me to, to to get prepared for college. So, um, you know, in my twelfth grade year, um, you know, teachers conference. In a resource class, uh, the teacher told Miss Smith, remember her name? Miss Smith told my, 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 you know, my mom, she's a good girl and she's a good student, but she's not prepared for college. So that kind of hurt me, you know, that really hurted me. And it, and it made me feel some type of way like, you know, my my dad, he doesn't read. He, don't, he doesn't know how to read, you know, but he passed high school. So, um. I thought, well, shoot, I guess it must be in my jeans that I'm slow. You know, I was just thinking that. So it kind of kind of hurted me throughout my life. Um, so I said, I'm going to college. I want to help people. I want to be a counselor. Um, and so uh, luckily I found this school here and I'm so blessed and so glad because there's some wonderful people here. And so um, I'm glad that I came along with the champs and um, I'm just soaking up everything that you guys say with time management because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a procrastinator, you know, I've always been. And that's something that I need to work on. Um, and so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, uh, Matt, I know you raised your hand, but I just want to add something to um, uh, Keisha what she just stated um yeah I'm, i was just going to add to that too so i just didn't want to interrupt okay Go uh, ahead. all right so keisha um uh, thank you for sharing your story um it, it means a lot um now i do I, you did say that you you started the champs uh, mentoring um we have something inside the milestones where we can create goals so make sure you let your mentor know like, hey, you know, I do have this problem with um, um, multitasking or, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want help with. So they can kind of build a plan uh, of how they, they're going to mentor you. That's all I had. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm writing that down because I know that they gave me a mentor. And since I don't start... Uh, 
class until Tuesday, I believe. Um, I reached out. Um, I haven't got a respond back from my mentor yet. So hopefully she will get along. She will get in contact with me before uh, the class starts. Okay. Hey, Matt, you can take it over. Yeah, I just wanted to add, She, you had really great points. Uh, do you have a, a girl or a boy, six-year-old? I have a girl. Okay, I have a boy, seven-year-old. And okay. uh, anyways, it's it's a lot of work. And I, one thing that I don't want to do is, you know, work all day and then come home and do school all night. Um, so what I do personally is uh, I get up super early. I, I mean, I get to work early, but I get up super early, go to the gym. So, you know, by everyone else, at that time, everyone else is already awake. Uh, I already got the gym out of the way. So I'm not taking time away from them. Uh, and I'm, I'm just using my time, you know, while they're sleeping. So it's not wasting that family time. I, it, it is a little difficult at times, but I do that in the morning. And then when I get off of work, I already went to the gym, work's done. Now I could be at home with my family. Um, but that's your story is, it reminds me of resilience. And I know you, you mentioned teaching uh, your daughter, but getting all these good habits that you've been doing is showing resilience and, you know, going out and get a plan or being, you know, staying on top of your school, learning what you can from everyone here talking, it's showing something. And you are, whether you're, you're sitting on this computer now talking to us, you're teaching her. And I, I believe that. And uh, it's just showing something that, you know, what it's worth. So keep on doing what you're doing. I appreciate you. I appreciate all you. I, I need to hear all your stories still. I, hopefully I do. Um, but thank you for sharing that and, you know, keep it up, keep it up. Thank you guys so much. It's really encouraging hearing you guys stories of, um, you know, Chad and, and Matt and, and Samantha of how you guys, uh, you know, started off. I know some people were procrastinators and some people, you know, didn't, you know, Chad, you know, perfect. It's just, you know, you graduated with, you know, with a low grade, but now look at you now and look at Matt, look at Samantha, you know, she didn't graduate. She got GED and look at her now. So this is very encouraging to me because I, 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 I do, you know, sometimes I do go in my depression and, 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 and my depression falls under, I know that I can do this. You know, if I can, I've, I run a business. So if I can run a business, why can't I, you know, cope the education that, that I need to? So um, it's, it's, you know, this is very hard. I'm, I'm, I'm a crier, but I, you know, but I'm not trying to do that now. So I'm going to stop. It is, it is okay. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, a couple things. It's I, I, it's very easy to listen to people. You know, some people don't like seeing people succeed. And uh, you just it's easy to listen to negative thoughts. And it's really hard to kind of empower yourself and trying to drain out the negative. And uh, one thing about being resilient is it's not about and this is the resiliency training I was talking about, Cord. Uh, but it's not all about positive or all about negative. It's about a balance because there's going to be both no matter what, um, no matter what, but it's how we handle it. And it's, it's with each situation that you have to look at it. Um, but you're doing, you're doing good, but and also, yeah, that's, all, that's all I wanted to add. And also um, Keisha, like um, 
you know, Matt was talking about, um, you know, the moves that you're making is showing your daughter, hey, you can do this too. And I'm a living witness. I have three kids, um, two boys, one girl, um, my loving wife, uh, you know, they are my support. They, they keep me going. Uh, but sometimes I do get, you know, in those dark days, like, you know, why am I doing this? You know, what, you know, I'm working in a totally different field, but I knew that I wanted to get my bachelor's and my master's and hopefully my PhD um, in business so that I can kind of help other bright minds come out of that shell. But um, like I, I've, I developed a routine when I was in my undergrad with my kids where even if they didn't have homework, we all sat down at the table, they read for 30 minutes and I did my homework. And when I tell you, when I got that email saying that um, I graduated and I literally cried and fell on my knees and, you know, just thanking God and thanking, you know, for keeping me strong. And my kids came and surrounded me with my wife and hugged me and said, dad, you did it. And then, you know, of course, my wife said, babe, you did it. And my my oldest son, I, I won't forget this. He said, dad, I seen you struggle, but you didn't give up. And I'm proud of you. So I say all that it is, you know, kids do watch what we do. So and, you know, you're doing a wonderful job. So just continue to do it. They are watching. There was a there was one time. Um, you know, I, I'm not your, your family court or your blood family. I'm your, I'm your, uh, UAGC family, of course, but I'm proud of you too. I am. Thank you. Thank you. But I remember one time in the past, it was during my bachelor's program and I would go to work and come home and do school. And I'd always be doing school all the time. And I remember someone asked my son what I did. Like, hey, what does your dad do? And all he said was homework. That's all. That's what he does. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I do, but that's what. That's all he sees. Um, but yeah, it's pretty. What's crazy is the feeling that, you know, halfway done with my masters, I was I was not a good school person. Uh, I I I was okay. You know, just I just wanted to survive. Uh, but I've never once thought that I'd be halfway done with my master's. So when I got done with my first associates, opportunities opened up. Got a second associates with the Air Force, more opportunities opened up. Uh, now I can go for my bachelor's. But by the time I got done with my bachelor's, it it changed me. It was over a course of four or five years uh, from the start to after my bachelor's. And it's changed me so much that I never thought I could see uh, myself but when I got done, I found myself kind of bored. Like I wanted to, I was just like, now what? And then I was just like, I really, I need to, I need to do something else. I don't know why I just have this feeling. I'm, I'm different than I used to be. And I, and I felt that. So I was like, well, I want that good stress. You know, I want, I want purpose. I want that push to, for me to be better. Um, I guess the next steps, my master's and, you know, my wife's the same, was telling me the same thing. Like, just do it, like get in and do it. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And here I am. And it's just like, wow, I never even like, I look back seven years ago, I, I never thought that I would be as far as I made it 
and I want to keep it going. You know, who, who knows how I'll feel in a couple of years from now. Um, but it's awesome, and it's, it's it's exciting to think about what what could be. That's awesome to hear, Matt. Samantha also had this is a great discussion, you guys. Awesome, like first Samantha and then Kelly. This is great. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I just wanted to respond to uh, Nikisha with her story a little bit. I One, I can tell you right now, I, I also see the resilience. I, I know you have the tools to do it just by even being here. Like I think it was Matt and Ford said, just coming here tonight shows that resilience and your kids are watching. I have twin daughters. They're now 12. They were seven when I started my journey. So much like you, um, I was a little you know, thrown off when everything I first got into class and I realized what was expected of me as a college student. Um, Like I said, I didn't graduate. I never went to college. I got my GED, went to hair school. So I, I, you know, I was a little uh, underwater there for a while trying to navigate. And uh, one thing that did help me, I just wanted to give you a couple tips. They may not work for you, but they definitely helped me out. Um, I keep a portable like workstation in my trunk. I have a TV tray that I actually keep in my trunk. It's literally a TV tray and a fold up chair. And I set up shop wherever I'm at. I'll take the kids to the park and let them play, you know, of course, in eyesight. Um, Also, there's tons of places. I know COVID has made it tough, um, but now things are starting to open back up. Uh, McDonald's has free Wi-Fi. Go if you let your kids play in the play place go let them play. You can sit there and do your scorecard. I know it's kind of noisy, but if you can, you know, throw on some headphones or something of that nature. Also places like bounce house, um, anything like that. A lot of those places have free Wi-Fi as well. And our bounce house uh, that we have, adults can't even go back there. Only kids can go back there. You can sit right at the fence and actually watch your kid go have their fun and you can pull up your computer. And still, while you're doing all this, your child is going to be like, hey, mom, watch me. And she's going to see, oh, mom's working, you know, and that's still going to stick in her head. Even though she's telling you to look at me, she's going to see mom's working. And that's something that's going to grow in her as well as she gets older. But yeah, try to use that time. Anytime if she's in any kind of activities, um, you said you homeschool, take her to the community center. Um, give her basketball, let her shoot basketball around for a little bit. Co- community centers, local community centers most times have Wi-Fi as well. So you can, that way you're kind of occupying your child a little bit. You know, I definitely think it's still important to be present and schedule, you know, family time at least every day. We always do it after dinner. I schedule at least an hour after dinner to just, just be with the kids, play a game, watch movie, something of that nature, but finding that time to where they're occupied. So they're not coming to you or your baby's not coming to you every two seconds. Hey, I want a snack. Hey, I'm bored. Hey, can I do this? It will save you tons of time. Have an art art. When you make that schedule for yourself, make a schedule for her, put it on, like they make them on Pinterest. I've seen them, the clocks, the actual clocks, and you can actually pull out the piece of paper that's on the clock. This is one, two, three, and highlight it for different colors. And then beside it, have a key. Okay, if it's pink, that means you get to do art time. Have her an art bucket right there. All her art supplies, she can pull it out, you can sit at the table. Between such and such is TV time. Get her her snacks, sit her down in front of the TV and do your schoolwork. So that way, not only does she know that this is your school time, but she knows what she's supposed to be doing at that time. You know, hang yourself a little note on the back of your computer. Mom is working even though they won't listen to it, they will disregard it. But seeing that sign, they'll start to get used to it. You can keep pointing it, repetition, 
mom's working. Keep pointing at your computer. Mom's working. And they will start to kind of get accustomed to it. My children are 12 now. They know if my door's shut, don't bother me unless the house is on fire. And that's, that's what it is. They know now it, they didn't know at first. It took many years to build that, but you know, you, their life is changing too. Once you signed up for college, your daughter, her life changed because you're now busier. Her normal routine is changing. So you also have to take into account to help kind of her get accustomed to that as well as get yourself accustomed to it. So take that into account as well, you know, schedule her, her day for. Well, thank you for that because, uh, you know, at, at one point that, you know, her YouTube was my babysitter. YouTube for her was my babysitter. And it, it, it I, I'm sadly to say that it kind of ruined my baby's, you know, life a little bit, you know, because I'm trying to do work and I'm trying to focus on things and, she, you know, I tell her, okay, go watch TV. That was my babysitter. Sit right there, you can go watch TV. No, you can't go outside because I'm not outside with you watching you. So go watch TV. And that right there has ruined my baby's life. And I'm trying to redirect her. Right now she's outside. I got the windows open. I'm here talking with you guys. She's in and out. Um, and, and, and so um, I thank you for that because I will, um, do that because I haven't been doing it. I just only just focus. I mean, her priorities is met, but not in that specific way. Yeah. Me, it's, it's it's all about you know, Keisha. I I I I, I want to keep this D in class. I want to keep. I, I don't want to go to a C. I don't want to go to a D. And so I'm always keeping this in my mind, and that kind of took my mind off of her and the YouTube or the TV babysit my child. So thank you for that. I will use that. Of course. And yeah, don't feel bad on yourself. I know all parents, I know I can say that I have been victim as well to the TV playing too big of a role. Technology now they're 12. They All they want to do is play Roblox. And I'm like, God, why did I ever introduce them to this game? Because it's obsessive. They become obsessed. So yeah, trying to redirect that energy to other activities. And, and once you have them scheduled out, you'll be surprised how much easier it will be for the child to kind of switch into that phase because they know at the beginning of the day, hey, from six to seven is my art time. I'm going to paint today. So when six o'clock hits, it's like, okay, you've been prepared. You knew six o'clock was paint time. It's paint time. Let's paint. Set them up to paint, you know, put newspaper everywhere because they're messy. But yeah, having that schedule ahead can really help you not only with your time management, but like you said, having her do other activities instead of being stuck in front of that TV all day. And I'm with you. Do not, like I said, do not feel bad for that because I, I know I saw all the parents in here shaking their head. We've all been there with the TV and like, just it's go tough. watch TV. Get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All righty. So let's see, Matt, you, um, you want to call on somebody? Yeah. Does anyone else want to share anything? Maybe some something that they personally yeah. deal with or uh, maybe there's a challenge that someone that maybe a techniques on how they overcome the time management aspect of it. Yes. Um, I um, wanted um, um, Keisha, she was talking about, um, you know, negative thoughts and depression and things like that. And um, I wanted 
to give her insight on, you know, reading a positive quote um, to start her day. And, um, you know, I listen to a positive song because we determine how our day is going to go. So, you know, we only have control over ourselves. So we have that, we can determine how, how our day is going to go, whether it's gonna go smoothly, or whether we're gonna take um, everything personal. And music and motivational quotes has, you know, help me and it also changed my um way of um thinking and because I um suffer from um PTSD and um I have anxiety real bad and so you have to one of those things that we learn in therapy we have to find those different um coping skills that gonna help us get through our day and so those were the things that um helped me and then I always had this friend um I call her my sister I'm her big sister we went to high school together and um she knows exactly when to send that motivational message that I need right at that moment. And so you definitely have to have um, positive people, people in your life that I call my cheerleaders. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you might not, you might not tell them everything, but they, they just know when to say that right thing that you need to pick you up and to keep you going on. So recently I started, I pick, I keep journals because I'm also a poetry writer. And um, so I decided to do a manifestation journal. And instead of putting the goals, listing the goals, I put, I will graduate with my master's in honors. I'm manifesting what I want to see happen in my life. And right near that manifestation, I put a scripture that um, would help me um, proceed, you know, along the way. And that scripture was pertaining to writing a vision, writing your vision, writing your goals down so they can come to pass. And I'm also going to find positive motivational quotes to write in that same journal to help me with my um, journey to get to where I want to go in life. So that was one of the things I wanted to share with all of you and also with um um Keisha's so maybe she would you know probably look into motivational speaking and 
um quotes and stuff because that definitely um because we are doing it right now we are all doing a motivational speaking thing to help each other so that's what i um, thought about when she was talking about um negative thoughts and things that's that's awesome kelly thanks for sharing that uh it's it definitely helps and i always tell people you have to find if not if you don't have a person find a person but you have to surround yourself with the right people and it's if 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 you find that can you tell the difference when you compare it to when you didn't have people uh, surrounding you and making you confident or comforting you versus when you do have people now it, could you tell a really big difference you know yeah. Matt I am oh, I'm sorry could you talking to no so I was just asking Kelly about her experience with oh, okay. she said she has a group um yes I can tell a difference um because um in high school it was you know it was a little different for me my journey is um I did graduate from high school and my I had a health journey so my mom so I'm fighting through 12th grade because my brother dies when I was in 12th grade. And so I had all these goals set. I'm going to come to school more, you know, but I was missing school because I was sick. I, you know, I found I had epilepsy. I have um, type 1 diabetes and, you know, everything was happening. And so 12th grade, my 25-year-old brother died. And so then, you know, it was more um, health journeys. I had to have surgery. I had to have another procedure done. So it was a different health journey. So my GPA um, went from a 3.0 to 2.6. Um, I graduated with a 2.6, but my mom was telling me, everybody said, you're not going to graduate. I, and I used to say, mama, stop listening to everybody. I'm going to graduate, you know, because I, you know, I didn't take the ACT or, the, or none of that because my focus was graduating because for me, the goal was because my mom my brother um, got his GED. She so, and my sister, she was short of one credit. So my mom never got to go to a high school graduate graduation for um, her kids. So she was, so my goal was my mom to come to my graduation. That was my big goal. So I did everything in my power to see that happen. I don't even know if the graduation was for me, but I just wanted to see my mom, you know, happy. And, you know, I did that. So um, after I graduated, you know, I 
I didn't go straight to college. I um I wanted to. And so, you know, I had more health problems. So when I at the age of 21, I decided to go to um go to school. And the thing I said to myself, I didn't want to meet any friends. And so God had other plans for me because that did not work. I met so I met really nice, I met friends. I had friends, positive friends, and we through our college journey, we motivated each other. And that would that would where the big um motivation come in at. And you know, we we um cheered each other on. It wasn't no competition. We wanted to, to see each other um succeed. You know, even um I was in a math class because I um was good at math and it's my teacher, um my math teacher, because everybody knew the lowest grade I had in the math class was an A to nine B. The rest of them was A. So everybody's getting prepared for this test and the teacher's not in yet. So they asked me how to work a problem. And I'm I so I get up to the um board and I show everybody how to work the problem before the test. And the um professor walks in. And all she did was smile. And so I even tutored. Um, it was a girl having problems in the math class, and she was making um um D's or uh, L. And she saw that I was passing. She was like, Can you help me? I said, Yeah, I work on math every day. I said the key thing to getting a good grade in math, you gotta work on math every day. I said, every day when I go home, I do math. And so she um, she came um, to my house and I helped her and she ended up getting the C out of the class. And you know, so I'm all about helping people also um, so when you're um, motivating people, you get motivated too. Because people, you know, people see the kind of person you are. And so they, you know, they motivate you too. Because even the motivator need motivation. I absolutely agree with you. And it's awesome, the feeling the, that when we have a goal, um, no, for me, so my goal when, when I joined the military was retirement and no matter what my, my ultimate goal is retirement. I just want to make it 20 years in the military and no matter what, that was my ultimate goal. But no matter what, no matter how bad of a day I had, no matter who got in my way, no matter the obstacles got in the way, um, I just rushed it off like, okay, I guess this is what today's going to be like okay, this is the obstacle that's in my way. 
Um, but you pushed through it and it kind of like you said, Kelly, it was, it's awesome. Thank you for sharing all that, by the way. Yes. Thank you. It, it is absolutely true with the motivators need motivation also. Keisha, were you going to end up, did you end up having anything that you wanted to add to that? No, uh, like I said, I'm just, this is my first time on Champs and and I, I, I'm very blessed to be on here with you guys. And I'm just listening and, and, and taking little side notes here. And and uh, it, it really did give me some motivation because, um, like I said, um, on Tuesday would be my third class. Um, and um, at one point, I, I just threw my hands up and said, you know what? This is not for me, you know, but now being involved with champs, um, it do give me that fire that I had when I first signed up with uh, the college and, um, you know, just to stay, stay motivated and, and to stay focused and um, get my priority straight. That's my main thing. Um, I can't stop. I, I, I'm, I have to stop feeling sorry for myself because, you know, there's a lot of single parents that, that uh, have more than one child that graduated with a master's and bachelor's and doctors. And, um, uh, you know, I have to uh, put on my, on my grown panties on, as you say, <laughs> and, and, um, and, and undo it. You know, my thing is procrastination. I have to, I, I tell you, I don't like to read. Um, but uh, when I do read, sometimes I, I don't comprehend it. Um, I'm not, this is my first time doing an online course. Um, I did get my associates at uh, Everest College, but, um, you know, I'm sad that I went to Everest College because, you know, um, I, I, you know, it, I should have just went to like a small university so I can, I didn't get the training that I, that I needed, but I'm not going to go there. Um, but I am more of a lecture person. I have to be sitting in front of somebody on a Zoom call or, or in front of a classroom to get that get that uh, that learning because um, I can ask questions. But when you want online class, you 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 basically on your own. Yeah, there's there's definitely some challenges with the with the online schooling and. Um, I think we always adjust, we adapt and overcome that. I think the cool thing about champs, a, a big message about you know the DMC, all of us, even the whole champs program is it, it's, you're never going to struggle or have to struggle alone. There's always someone, there's always someone. If, if you're going through all this school and you are struggling to a point where you want to quit, um, you are not talking to the right people or you haven't found the right people yet. If you have any questions, I know even for some of us who aren't um, your mentor, uh, just find your person, find a person. It could be any one of us. You can message any one of us on any platform you find. You can look us up on Facebook. We go, you can send us email on the DMC email, um, whatever you need. Anybody can just reach out. Okay. Thank you. Of course. And we're going to, and that email is um, posted inside of the chat 
for those that want uh, to reach out to us personally, uh, we can always schedule something um, given the time permits. Back to you, Matt. Does anyone have anything to add? Um, Sherry and Lucinda had their um, hands up raised. Go ahead, Sherry. Um, when Kelly was talking about the vision, um, my godmother used to have these visionary um, visionary parties where we get phone boards and write all our visions out. And when we um, um, did the, um, the goal, we always put it in the envelope. That's pretty cool. You, one thing that I I ask younger people now with, with the whole goal thing is, all right, who here has goals? And everyone's like, yeah, I have goals. And it's like, all right, that means you have a future vision of yourself. You have somewhere where you want to be that you aren't there yet. And that's why you're here. That's yeah. awesome. Just as long as you write that stuff down, I hear that it's, it's uh, people who write down their goals, not tell anyone, but write down their goals. Uh, they have a higher success rate of achieving those goals. So yeah, whatever you need to do, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And I think Lucinda is the last person. Hey, Lucinda. Hi. Um, before I forget it, I was going to say um, that um, the Keisha or anybody is, is welcome to um, contact me at any time. I think if you look up my profile in the, in the champs, you can find an email and my phone number. Um, and you would be surprised what time you will find me and ready to, to help out. Um, but, um, but, I, but what I raised my hand for was that um, if you're going to help somebody, um, Kelly was talking about, you know, help, helping other students and everything. And that's good, especially if you're if you're a mentor. You got if you're a student also, you've got to be careful about um, not putting so much time and energy into it that it affects your grades. When I was going to um, community college when I was 18, I'm I'm good at math too, and um, about halfway through a semester of algebra. Um, I say older, but at the time I was 18, so the couple was in their 40s, and they were really, really struggling. They were flunking, and at that time I thought they were older. Now they're younger. Now they're kids. I've got kids, I've got a 40-year-old daughter. So, but, um, but they were struggling so much that, and I had to put I put so much energy and time into them that I went from an A down to, um, I, I ended up with a B in my class. It effect, started negatively affecting my grades because I was helping them so much. I'm not sorry that I did it because they passed. They, they passed with a D, but they passed. And they were, it was gonna cost them their job if they didn't pass. So I'm not sorry that I did it, but you've gotta be careful not to let it affect your grade to where you're in trouble too.
that's awesome. Thank you so much, Lucinda, for um, sharing. Um, we're going to pass it over to Antonia. This was an awesome discussion. And I think this is the first time since we started the Champs Connection that it lasted this long. So that means it was really engaging, you know, helpful tips. I also want to thank Samantha for, you know, being able to speak out because she gives out wonderful tips. And you can always, um, with the Weekly Digest, I think it's every third Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, study tips with Samantha. So I could be wrong on that date, Samantha, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. It varies, but, but it's usually the third, but this month it'll actually be next Wednesday. So feel free to oh, come. Oh, so next Wednesday. So yeah, make sure you come out to see Samantha and, you know, I, I'll be there too. I love study tips. It's really helpful. Um, so everybody get your Google fingers ready. We have two trivia questions, but it's only for the people who are not really associated with the DNC. So whether you work or volunteer, can enter trivia, unfortunately. <laughs> I know Matt was like excited. Sorry, no, it's man. A, it's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead with the first question. You guys ready? What was the first Pixar movie? Now, this was an interesting question. Lucinda, don't say shh. I didn't, I didn't stand. I'm saying, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Samantha, can you monitor the chat for me? Yes, I'm looking at it now. Thank you. And it is okay for you to use your mobile devices or laptops. Yes, it's the purpose of the mobile devices, trust me. Kristen says Toy Story. Kristen is correct. Toy Story. You got a friend in me. I, I just love that song. I'm sorry. I love that song. I'm a big kid. I may be 26. Keep singing it. Keep singing it. <laughs> I'm a big kid. So... This was quite interesting. I didn't know Toy Story was the first Pixar movie. I always thought it was like Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast, but it was Toy Story. So that was interesting to find out. Second question. In what year were the first Air Jordans released? <laughs> Nikisha says 1984. You gotta type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. Oh. <laughs> November 17, 1984. Kristen said that, and Kelly followed up with 1984. That is correct. Um, so, um, Kristen, would you like to pass your on your second winning on someone? Kristen? Yes. Okay, who would you like to pass it to? 
anyone. Oh, you you get to pick the person, Kristen. Um, Kelly. Okay, Kelly. Awesome, awesome. All right. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, Kelly and Kristen, if Kristen, um, can you email Larissa? Um, and uh, just let them know that you you're the winners for tonight, and we will get our uh, swag over to you. We'll get your I swag. Have, I have to a fun you. fact. I got their names to cord, so I'll go ahead and um, make sure to get their information too. As long as they're in the Champs program, I should have all their information. Thank you so much. Thank you, Larissa. No problem. Um, I don't know if I'm in the champs, but um, I'm. Uh, have, this is my oh. second one that I have joined. Um, okay, so my email is in the my email is in the chat. So please um, send me an email with your name, your full name, um, and your address uh, that we can mail you some fun swag. Okay. okay <laughs> so grab you. my email out of the address before you or out of the chat before you leave. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. Now, no problem and congrats thank you all right so um keisha asked um a question in the chat uh she wants to buy uh purchase some merch um you can do that on amazon if you go to amazon's um page you can type in uagc uh, make sure you put uagc <laughs> um, that should bring up our store you also can go uh, go to it from the website. Um, let me see. Well, um, if you go to, like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, if you go to um, uagc.edu, you're going to go to student mm -hmm. experience, and then you'll see student store. And it'll take you right on over um, uh, to Amazon. So once again, um, it is uagc.edu. Then you're going to go to, crap, my phone is messing up. Sorry, guys. You're going to go to student experience. And then you see student store, so you can be able to grab your merch from there. It's not that much right now, but um, I have been seeing them slowly adding new types of merch that you can purchase with our logo on it. So um, I say all that to say um, thank you guys so much. Uh, once again, uh, this was an awesome connection. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation that each and every last one of us um, had. Um, if you can spread that information um, to your peers uh, in your introduction, we'll greatly appreciate it. Also, if you're on social media and you decided you want to just post something, uh, we'll love that. You, we'll love to show, um, for you guys to show uh, show Champs Connection some love on social media, so other people can um, find out the amazing things that. Champ Connection um, has up our sleeves for everybody that's in the UAGC family. Um, once again, thank you guys for coming out and I will pass it to Antonia for her remarks. 
Um, yes, I want to say thank you to everybody, but before we finish, um, Lucinda did have her hand raised. Okay. I was just going to real quick say that uh, Jamie, if she was on, if she was with us, would be telling you that you can find um, UAGC stuff at Pinterest, and I put the link. She, she has Thank you so much, Lucinda. She has everything from, especially from Champs, but but also everything from UAGC. She's she's got she's put together quite a page for us. Awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you. But um, yeah, thank you everybody that came. You know, stay. Um, thank you to Samantha for speaking. You know, giving us some great and awesome tips. Um, Matt, would you like to say anything? Yes, uh, I want to. I, I appreciate everyone sharing tonight. Uh, my one big goal is that um, let's let's share the experience of these these meetings so we can. Uh, we have eleven participants in it right now. We did have twelve. Um, let's get that. Let's get that number bigger. Let's get as many people as we can, uh, just so we can help that many more people. We, there are a lot of meetings scheduled throughout the month, um, but I, I really think we can help more people. And, and I think it's going to start with all of us here. Let's, let's get the word out. Let's get a bunch of people here. But yeah, I really do appreciate everyone tonight. I'm sorry I was late. Next time I'll try not to be late. <laughs> no worries, no, no worries. No worries. But, uh, but I do appreciate it. I'm excited for the next one. Okay. Celeste? Yes, so I'm, thank you so much for everyone being here. Um, and I loved hearing all your stories and just everything that you've been through. Um, it's super inspiring. And I really, really appreciate you even sharing that with us today. And also Samantha, thank you so much for your great tips. It was super helpful. And thank you to everyone who participated and we hope to see you again. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so, um... Just to give you guys a heads up, we have a lot of things in works. And if you feel like it's something that we need to cover, use that email that we put in the chat, the DMC email. Um, we are open to suggestions on what the pe uh, what our peers actually want um, to see. So we can either do the research or get the right people in place so that um, you know we can have some positive things that's you know coming out that is beneficial and helpful for the things that are that actually matter to the students. Um, this is the first peer-led um, uh, program that you can say. Um, so yes, let's do this. Thank you guys so much again. Um, we'll see you on the next, the next go around. If you haven't uh, registered for the next one, please go ahead and register. You can go back through that same process to re-register, Antonia. Um, I would say before we, before we like really go, Samantha, Lisa, is there anything you guys would like to say? Sure. So thank you all for joining us this evening. I especially enjoyed listening to the tips that Samantha had to share and just listening to the group come together and share different time management tips as well. Um, I hope to see you all next month at Champs Connections. I think this is a fantastic chat, um, just being able to 
bring together students and hear what, um, what the needs are of our student body. So thank you all for joining us tonight. Yes, and to just follow up what Larissa said, you guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. You guys have done a great job creating this student-led chat. I mean, it's a great chat. And I thank you all so much for the opportunity to come and speak and listen to everybody. I mean, you all have some great stories and it was so inspiring to hear you all talk about, I'm sorry if you hear my husband coughing in the background, he was listening in too. So <laughs> we're all inspired tonight. So thank you all for having me and it, it's great. I can't wait for next month.